If you're missing quality time with your family, this is the podcast for you. Grab a beverage of your choice and come join us around our table as we talk about everything and nothing. I'm Mike. I'm Maggie. I'm Jenna. And I'm Baby Grace. And welcome to Quality Time. Trace, so desperate. Not at you. I know. I'm making me giggle. Mom would love that. No. Well, the I'm way going. that you like to talk into the microphone, you would love that. And now I'm going to chew on your ear. This. Ugh, no, not my ear. No. Don't do that. Some people love that. That's really weird. Ooh, fetish people think. <laughs> Sound enthusiasts, mother. You would be incredibly surprised about how popular people those love like the mukbang mukbang videos, where it's literally just people eating a grotesque amount of food in way too big of bites, oh, and no. it's just like them chewing and doing That's stuff. Just it's always skinny food. It's always skinny people too. I will. So people like, who make that their career are like. I know this one person who I think they said they work out like four hours every single day to be able to to it's make mukbang mukbangs. Yeah, mukbangs. or you just get like a like a four crap hours. ton of food. I yeah. can barely be on the treadmill for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're probably not. Yeah, just she crunches running. away on her taco chips. <laughs> <laughs> I like chips. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about those kind of competitions. Those professional eating competition it's not a competition these are just videos that people people like to do for fun eating like ice cubes Ooh, and like no you're talking about something you're talking about something i'm talking about the lady that spends like four million dollars on crab legs just to eat them like she like just real messy like it's all she got the nails she got the (laughs) she 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 did one of those like weird cracked turkish jelly what I don't know. There's there's one there's one lady out there who just does these weirdly exotic foods. Oh, I, there's a a lady called like SAS or like SAS ASMR. Mm-hmm. She does really interesting foods. Yeah. She's the reason I want to try sea grapes. Yeah. Okay. What's a sea grape? They're like little. It's like a, kind of like a seaweed type thing, but they're like little balls of like seaweed. They're like water things. They're like seaweed pods. They're like just before they and they bloom. crunchy and I want they I bloom, want them. I guess. <laughs> I want to try them. Yep. I always want. Go ahead. No. What? <laughs> I always wonder about whenever I see somebody eat something really weird. Uh huh. I always wonder to myself. Who in the world one. was the first person that said, "Yeah, that looks good." I think I'll about eat that, that. A, like a lot of almost things. every yeah, like almost everything you eat, you think to yourself, Who "Somebody thought, thought this was a good idea." Somebody was like, "That should be food," and they ate it. <laughs> and the one that didn't that die was like, should. "I can oh, market yeah, this." Like, it's like, "Oh, that dude's de- dead." Okay, maybe okay. that's not food. We started <laughs> yeah. noticing the fatalities. See these mushrooms. Don't go near them. Don't eat those. Those are good. Yeah, it's basically just oh. trial and error up until a certain point. <laughs> the people on TikTok make me want to risk it all for mushrooms some days. Oh, like, no. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to be, like, a real expert yeah. to just, like, pick a mushroom out of the forest because it can kill you in, like, one fell swoop. Yeah. But there's some, there's these, like, TikTokers who are like, look at this mushroom. It's called a steak mushroom. It is a good substitute for meat. And I'm, and it looks like a steak, too. And it, sure. like, kind of, like, bleeds like one, too. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. And Gross. I'm like... Then you I go to your that. mushroom dealer and say, I'd like to get a steak kind of mushroom. Could you get me that? 
Or tell me how to find them. On the down low, I'll Excuse pay you me. in cash. How Black do you market have a mushroom mushrooms dealer. <laughs> if any of you There's guys out there have the a mushroom market. dealer, please let me know. The Give me their card. market, dude. I do like that guy. But he doesn't sell like steak mushrooms. I'm sure those I, aren't you've got like, a, local to You've got a honey. I do have, have a honey, honey dealer. Supplier. I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him in like a year. Cause I of, miss him. You know, the, oh, because uh, of the, the pepperoni, back, you know. Yeah, the, the pepperoni. Uh, so <laughs> my friend, the name? My Nobody friend gave me the Brianna. <laughs> my friend Brianna likes pandemic to. Pandemic 2, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. My friend Brianna likes to change the word pandemic to any word that starts with P. So she'll be like, oh my God, I'm just so tired of this panorama. I want it to be over already. Like, <laughs> so tired, so tired of the paparazzi. <laughs> That's just me in general. <laughs> wow. Obviously, Dad. So this brings us back to our topic that caused our father to bring out the microphones was jokes. <laughs> <laughs> How can you tell when somebody's joking? Some <laughs> people, Father, I'm obvious. joking. You know I'm not famous <laughs> yet. <laughs> I can't stand her some days. (laughs) (laughs) So how easy is it to make yourself laugh? Okay. To make yourself laugh? I do it every day. I will be blatantly honest about this one. I think I am hilarious. (laughs) She's also humble. I make myself laugh more than other people make me laugh. But that's just me also being stupid alone in my room. I'll wake up and I'll do a little bit of dance. Like I'll do like a little wiggle like in my PJs and then I'll be like, wow, I'm so stupid. And then I'll make myself laugh that way. Like, <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, I think it's important to be able to make yourself I'll laugh. I'll lose my composure for a second. I'll just do whatever gremlin thing that my brain tells me to do. And then I'll be like, Grace, like. <laughs> See, when I do gremlin things, it's not funny. Mm-mm. Why? Well, her perception of your gremlin things is not funny. Do you think your gremlin things are funny? Sometimes. Okay, okay so we, me and Maggie do this cute little thing where <laughs> we rip each we other. We argue <laughs> until one of us cries, no, and then we just no, no. don't talk for three days. No, that <laughs> Maggie, you are not the person to let me go three days without talking to you. I'll, some days I'll go a few hours without seeing you, and you'll come into my room and be like, hey, I just want to check in. <laughs> <laughs> We all live together. I just no, want to we, keep tabs on everything. We do this. We do this cute little thing where uh-huh. I'll be doing something in a different room, and Maggie will stand in a doorway and dance and be weird and goofy, and I'll pretend like I don't see it, and I won't acknowledge it until she stops. <laughs> and that's just something cute that we like to do, you know. Oh, sisterly. <laughs> and that makes you laugh. No, it doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> but it's because Maggie's actively trying to make me laugh that I'll oh, just be like... I'm not doing it for your attention. Then why do you stare at me the whole time? Because <laughs> I'm spacing out. No. <laughs> I guarantee you I'm spacing out half the time. Okay. At least that I might agree with. That sounds like an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's not an orange. It is an orange. Okay, for reference on that one, there's a there's a video of Kermit the Frog and and Cookie Monster where Kermit is uh, trying to get Cookie Monster to guess what this food is by giving him buzzwords, and the buzzwords are round and orange, and Cookie Monster keeps saying cookie, and Kermit just gets endlessly frustrated with it. Anyway, 
And someone slowed it down <laughs> by like, I and don't it's know, something half. that we like to quote now. And it's the funniest thing on the planet. <laughs> no, it's not a cookie. <laughs> it's round and orange. It's, it's an, an orange. orange. Anyway. Of course it's an orange. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take him out, taken down for copyright, Max. <laughs> oh, we gave him source. We told him it was Kermit. Oh, that's true. <laughs> But yes, copyright. This of is why the Muppets. This is Sesame why I'm not Street. so fond of jokes because one, <laughs> I bring it like back Jordan. around. <laughs> I do like jokes. I will listen Life to good comedians, serious. but they have to be storytelling comedians. All right, right and right, then right. the other thing is is. Um, I can't remember jokes to save my life. I just <laughs> well, what do you remember. define as a joke? Because sometimes I'll just be like. Boop, 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 boop. Ooh, sorry. Oh, yes, oh my god. At least I turned away from the mic. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, RIP headphone users. <laughs> <laughs> this is your A. <laughs> four, this is three, two. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just like you know I always yes, feel yes, bad I because shotgun. <laughs> I have you know people will be like oh what's the funniest things your kids have said and I'm like I don't remember. You go, I don't think my kids are funny. <laughs> funny and they make me laugh sometimes but sometimes <laughs> but I only when we cool. quote other people's jokes no I just can't I, I just don't remember stuff like that so like I remember two funny moments in the last 10 years <laughs> which are one was the one when Dalton uh, uh, told the joke about she doesn't mean making us. holy water oh so not us yeah okay guys and then the oh, other when one. Oh, she says her kids. She teaches. I mean, my, she doesn't I mean, mean me students. and Maggie. I mean my students. Sorry, sorry. She has other kids that she won't tell. You guys make me laugh all and the time. She spends more time with those kids. Anyway, neglected. I I remember two two things from like you know like actual jokes that people told. Um, I remember Dalton's. Holy water home, joke. Boil the... When he was five, he told his kindergarten teacher that. I remember you coming home and being like, my kids said this today. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then the other thing was just, I remember that kid telling me that he liked the girl in his class on his way out. That was it. That's, That's not, not even a, a joke. joke. I know it's not a joke, but it made me laugh. <laughs> He's like, what do you oh, do? I gotta really like her. No, because he was like, he was like, told me a secret on his way out. He'd be like, <laughs> I really like that girl. Gosh. I was like, Okay, I won't tell her. Take Young this to love. your grave, Mrs. O'Brien. These are kindergartners, by okay, the way. Okay, so. now, can you remember the holy water joke? I can, but I'm not sure if I can say you it. You can't say it on air. It's, it's got a, a swear it's got a word. word it's got a swear Okay. It's got a swear First in of it. all, not that big of a deal, that word. H-E-W-R-O-G-S-T-I-X. <laughs> <laughs> you still whispered it. Ah, <laughs> oh, hell. So, <laughs> See now I got a cuckoo uh, two things now. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, what is the what is the 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 tried and true sound effect they use to cover over our bad words during? I've only I done it once because it's only been cuckoo. really prominent bad. Stuff. I hope you ah. just do a slide whistle. No, I found a, a somebody had recorded their antique wooden cuckoo clock. And it's the little, <laughs> right. little click of the door going cuckoo. <laughs> I do like that. That's so, funny. So if that's should what I you, tell that? Should I tell you? Should joke? you should do the. Redacted. <laughs> my, no, favorite, my name no. is Redacted. My favorite is Craig Ferguson. His show, 
when everybody cussed on his show, the the sound editor would just put these little um, uh, foreign language swear words. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, a little a little French flag would come over uh, Craig's face and go sacre bleu, Achibaba. You know these kind of stupid little crazy things. I know That's how to cute. cuss in other languages. It's <laughs> cute. It's about the only thing I know how to do in other languages. Did you want to know the joke? Yeah. I mean, you heard We're, the joke, right? Okay. I'm sure I heard it, but I don't remember it's it. It's the one, okay, so Dalton told his kindergarten teacher this. He said, um, hey, do you know how to make holy water? And his teacher said, of course, no. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. <laughs> Now you go, yes, Dalton, you actually have to get a vat of water blessed by a priest. (laughs) I thought it was funny, especially because Dalton is such a, just, he was a. First of all, he's a kindergartner telling you this. He was a funny funny kid. I like that kid a lot. (laughs) He was very funny. So. But But like you think, it sounds like you think of jokes as in like the. The setup and the punchline, as in like the, (gasps) like knock, knock, who's there type of joke. When. Right. At least I think that's in my, a traditional joke. Well, you know? yeah, but like I think in adult life, jokes are more of like re- recalling back to like earlier in your conversation, saying something stupid that doesn't like that. You know, like it's not it's not like the setup like that. It's it's a little bit more loose end. The formula of funny has changed over the years. <sighs> well, she's right. No one wrote me the memo. <laughs> Shame. But, but you sent say, me the memo. But you say it yourself. I will appreciate a really good story told well. Oh, yeah. Whether right. it makes me laugh or not, right. I'm engaged. But if you're just going to tell me joke after joke after joke after joke. That's not a not style funny. I like. Yeah. I mean, unless every joke just makes me laugh just a little bit harder, which is pretty rare. Yeah. You know, and so. Well, when I think of the comedians I like, I would say all of them are storytellers mm. first. Right. You know. Because a good story leads to a good punchline. Right. If like, you, build it you right, know who yeah. doesn't like the word? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's Mike Birbiglia. We love joke. Mike Birbiglia in our household. Oh, yeah. He's oh. one of the only comedians I've seen live. He is funny, though. Um, and I want he's just the only comedian that you've seen live. <laughs> I've seen. What? Well, that was a dead space in there. <laughs> I've seen... Now you stared at me like I said something wrong. I saw... Who was it? Who did we see live? Didn't we see, like, Louis... That's all Bill Cosby. I saw Bill Cosby <laughs> in Vegas. And that didn't age well, did it? In the 70s, yeah. <laughs> he was great. It was a great show. You're not going to tell me otherwise. It was he a, did have good material. I mean, It was hysterical. My brother and my grandmother and I, essentially... Okay, here's the story behind that one. Uh, my parents, in their infinite wisdom, decided to take uh, the four of us and my grandmother on a trip to California. We spent... By car. It was very National Lampoon's vacation. It was very... <laughs> it it, it kind of was. It kind of... No, but we flew out to San Diego. Oh, just kidding. I thought you drove out there. No, we, drove, mm. we, we flew to San Diego and we rented a car and then drove up and down the coast of California for two weeks, hitting all the fun touristy stuff that we... You know, you, you always read about. Right. One of those touristy things was a two and a half, three hour drive to Las Vegas for two days Yay. because mom and dad wanted to gamble. So what they did is they found us a deal where they could get tickets to a show. So what they did was they dumped <laughs> me and my brother and my grandma off at this show for two and a half hours. 
So they could go lose money at the at the tables of the slots. <laughs> now so. I do have and to ask you this. Your mother would have gotten along so well. I do have to ask. Uh, was was this? I would have loved prior the party to with grandma, grandma being at, in Las Vegas. Like, was she? Were you guys babysitting grandma, or was grandma just having a fun with you guys? Uh, yes, both of them. Okay, oh, okay. what Jenna is referring to is my grandmother uh, had Alzheimer's, and when we took this trip. She was, we had, she had just been diagnosed. She was still mm. kind of with us. Yeah. There were moments where she wasn't, but mm-hmm. so one of the reasons for this trip was so that maybe we can give grandma some good memories before she really Aww. falls Aww. away. Sweet. That's sweet. And it was sweet. We had a grand time with her. Um, and she loved this concert. Oh my stars. <laughs> Bill Cosby. It was, and it was a great show. But he's a storyteller. Yeah, yeah he, he, he tells these stories about his kids. And, and he talks about, Dad is great. He Bank told that story, cake. too. Yeah, he told that story. <laughs> he told the story about uh, in the delivery room and uh, his wife standing up in the stirrups, screaming my name. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah. But it, just, but it, was, it was a great show. Mm, but, yeah. That was, but yeah, Grandma was with us. And she, was, she had a great time. <laughs> There's some stand-up that like doesn't age well. Mm-hmm. I remember in college I watched like Eddie Murphy's stand-up <laughs> from like the 80s with and the red suit. And we saw it originally in the 80s. Oh so. my. <laughs> I was like plucked. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you, you can't say oh, that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my God. Did Actually, he say that though? He said that. I, Eddie Murphy, I think he... Kind of broke a few molds with. It was like a Def Jam comic, like crazy. Yeah, he. he, Well, he really prior to that though, like (laughs) you didn't hear the other ones that were prior to him, which would have been Lenny Bruce and Mm -hmm. um, Richard Pryor and all those guys. Those guys were like blue. I would be bluer than blue comedians. (laughs) I would be absolutely like appalled, like a Christian lady. It's awful. Have you seen like Robin Williams' stand up from yeah, back that, in the day? That stuff didn't age quite so well either. <laughs> it didn't, but it's some of the funniest things I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. There was a comedian, his name was Stephen Wright. I don't oh, know I he, love Stephen Wright. I don't know if he's still around, but he was one of these guys who just told jokes. Ah, it was just, but his delivery was a joke. Like it, his delivery was part of the deal. So mm. he came on stage and he barely moved. He barely talked. He had this low voice and oh everything was the same monotone. And he told these jokes. It's and a dry wait humor. For them. Yeah. Yes, very dry. However, and I, and I remember kind of liking him, but he told one joke that today to, that made me laugh really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and. This was back in the this was back in the seventies seventies eighties I guess. Mm-hmm. I've been in the sev- late seventies. Late seventies, and you know, so microwave ovens were kind of new. In yeah, the they la- were new. <laughs> I know. It's so weird to think that that in our lifetime, you know, Micro- like we didn't have cell phones growing up. I've seen we right. didn't yeah. have co- computers growing up. We didn't have any of that stuff. Right. Well, I've, yeah, we've also been alive in the time of like we've seen so, phones yeah, you guys go from the have. wall to like. Right. A little computer in your pocket. <laughs> so Stephen Wright tells this joke. And you know, this back in the day when microwaves were the size of small cars. Yeah, they <laughs> were just really large. Yeah. But it was a big deal that you could do stuff so fast in a microwave. So he comes on and tells this joke. And I put my... He, 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 
Um, he goes, I put instant coffee in a microwave and almost went backwards in time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the one. <laughs> See? Like it's that. a smart joke. It's a very clever yeah. joke. Yeah. It's a banker. Yeah. It's a, it's, that's the kind of humor I like. It's the kind of joke where it doesn't take the obvious next step, but it takes two or three steps beyond the, the obvious. obvious. See, and yeah. you got to think for half a second and make the connections, and then it's really funny to me. That's how. That's one of those Rose, jokes. Rose like has described my humor, except like not in like such an endearing light. She thinks I'm crazy <laughs> because she she crafted this joke, which I genuinely think is very funny. She crafted this joke to explain how I make jokes. Because she'd be like, oh, yeah, some guy would be, like, holding an apple. And then Grace would be like, oh, I didn't know he was a religious man. Like, <laughs> and, and just, like, and it's, it's very spot on to how I, how my jokes are formed and how they are presented in conversation. Like, yeah, you I did, did one earlier today. Because yeah, mom was like, because we had tacos for dinner or whatever. And mom goes, wow, these are very messy. And, that, and I just go... Wow, I didn't know you were into soccer. Like, <laughs> because Nobody there's a it. <laughs> there's a football player, or I guess a so- for us Americans, a soccer player mm-hmm. who um, whose na- last name is Messi. It's called it's spelled M E S S I and didn't land. Obviously, nobody got it. I had to explain <laughs> it. We don't like. We don't understand sport ball. Yeah, like, sport, well, sport, the fact is, so I don't know his name from sports ball. I know his name. Uh, from baseball, right? No, no, no. I know his name from K dramas. <laughs> so another Kevin Bacon, six steps of um, seven degrees, six degrees of separation. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> what did I say? Six degrees of removal, <laughs> separation. Six degrees of separation. Yeah. Is it six? Is it yes. six degrees of six, Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Two? Yes. Or is it seven? Six degrees of Kevin. No. Oh, it's six degrees of of separation from Kevin Bacon. Right. Like, is that like a? Isn't that like a movie? No. <laughs> There's an what actual. Is that? Oh, no, it it was a play. It was. Or it's like play. everybody's like six six. It was called Six Degrees. There's a there's a theory. Separate, yeah. That everybody is related, somehow connected to everybody else on the planet right. by only six degrees. Right. You know so. Uh, it's like I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows right. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I know uh, my buddy Dylan, whose cousin worked in the film industry, who has worked with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, <laughs> like how we. I know my parents, and my parents know this guy from college, and this guy from college worked on the Lord of the Rings, and therefore probably also knows another guy. I don't know if he knows the Sean Astin directly, but knows Sean Astin <laughs> indirectly, right. which Six is important degrees. to me. <laughs> Sean Aston, who in turn also knows Encino Man. <laughs> I, I mean, I love Brendan Fraser, but all I care about is Sean Aston. <laughs> I know. I love that man. Ooh, I love Sean Aston. <laughs> is Sean Aston the one thing we're going to work into like every podcast from here on out? Has it like come it. up more than once? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Gracie, the last three episodes, I think you've talked no. about Sean Aston. No kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. I. Can... <laughs> I... If that's the case, then I will, Why is this a I will commit no, to the stop, bit. Stop the bit. No, I will com- I'll double down on that. Hey, you remember my friend Sean Astin? Remember my buddy Sean I Astin? I love Sean Astin. It's kind of like low-key film. It's kind of like, a big deal. It's a low-key actor. Kind of a big deal. That's all right. Your mother's friends with Jamie Lee Curtis. That's right. 
I mean, I literally quoted Sean Astin today. I quoted Samwise Gamgee while we were cooking because whenever I cut up potatoes for dinner, I'll go like potato, potato. You know, Every boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. Yeah. Literally every time, every time without fail, I'm like when I'm when I'm putting like potatoes in the garbage, I go potato every time. Get ready for the big boo! I'm the only person in this family who's never seen Lord of the Rings. Boo! You would hate that. I genuinely soak in your booze. You would hate watching Lord of the Rings. I only know Lord of the Rings through memes and context. I'm not sure you would like it as much. I think you you like. I barely liked The Hobbit. Then you would not like this at all. I don't know. I think you should give it a shot for an hour. I think you should watch it for your duty to this this world in general. But I think you would not enjoy the whole experience. See, but I'm not convinced because you like high fantasy. I do like high fantasy, but. His high fantasy has a lot of rules and politics. But, uh, yeah, but Lord of the Rings isn't full. I mean, Tolkien created the rules so he could write the story, but the story isn't about the rules. Right. The story is about the story. It's about yeah. male friendship. You would like, there's certain parts of it that you would like, I think. <laughs> that makes you giggle. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tolkien was the gayest oh, yeah. person on the He's, planet. It's definitely very male-centric. The most closeted gay man have you, on the planet. Have you read the, the intricacies of Sam and Frodo? Oh, yeah. Chef's kiss. So good. <laughs> And then shipping was invented. They're best uh, friends. There's some great scenes when Frodo wakes up. <laughs> and all of them cheer. Gamble around. I've seen that scene. Yeah, Only in true. meme format. <laughs> See, Everything I know about Lord of the Rings, I know from you know Tumblr. Who you, would, <laughs> you, would like, you would like Eowyn. Uh-huh. And yeah. you You'd would love like, Aragorn. And you, I already, yeah. Yeah, you would like him. <laughs> Um, but, uh, there's, you would like, like the second or third, beginning of the third one. I don't think you'd like the first one So many movies. I love, because like, I don't like to sit through movies, sorry. That was was like the first thing I bought with the, like the first paycheck that I had ever earned as a working adult. I was 16 years old and I got, and with my first paycheck, I bought a, uh, like a leather bound pocketbook set of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. And it was the best thing ever that I've ever done. So have you read through all of those? Oh, I've read all of them, yes. Okay. I think I bought gas for mom's car with my first paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not me. I was like, we are buying, because I'd had my eye on them for ever and i love them they're so good also i had only had one paycheck (laughs) my first paycheck was the only paycheck i had ever gotten from that place i mean whatever it's okay gotta buy your souvenirs when you get them you were also like what 16 as well yeah 16 it's all right it's like literally more than half of your life ago For those of you who don't know, I tend to hold grudges for stupidly long time. Forever. I don't think you've ever let go of a single grudge. Let it go. Let it go. Hey, smart. Let Mama, go. go, baby. <laughs> don't. Stop. Get in there. Stop. <laughs> There's something called the proximity effect. When you get in close, you get real bassy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so don't do that. <laughs> don't. Okay. Stop.
Don't stop. <laughs> well, I moved my head. I've had a I have a little bit of a fancy grown up drink and I moved my head a little bit too fast and now I got the swooshes as my friend group calls the it. The swooshes. <laughs> I got the whooshes. <laughs> Swooshy whooshes. <laughs> Gravity don't work quite right on your head when you <laughs> It's like when your brain starts to dislot like it starts floating in the alcohol. <laughs> like brain you, shrunk. Like you All sit right. down and you gotta hold on to a piece of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite? Let's bring it back water. around to the right, humor. Right, right, right. Uh who are your favorite comedians? That's good Ooh. that's a good question. Um I like Christopher Titus. I do too. He's got like he's, his humor is incredibly dark, but he's just a very lively storyteller. It doesn't surprise me that you like Christopher Titus. Christopher Titus has had a rough, edgy, oh he has been awful life. He yeah. has just been run over. Yeah, so run many over. Times. I mean, he's doing. He's much better now. Yeah, like, but he tells. But he tells. He tells people about it. Oof. It's kind of his therapy. Yeah, but, it's very cathartic. But <laughs> he's a great storyteller, and he's very good at crafting the humor into these stories. Wow, I've and not seen a, him. So oh, he's to... so good. He's, so, he's, he really he's a little too raunchy for you. He's, he's, he wouldn't enjoy it. He's raunchy, but he's he's really hard edged. Yeah. But I appreciate his humor, and I can I, I like him too. He's so, good. And it doesn't surprise me that you like him. <laughs> I love. Well, I watched him when I was younger. Yeah. Like I like probably when I shouldn't have. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I watched a lot of things I shouldn't have when I was younger. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> have you seen it? I mean, he's got a couple new ones now. I haven't seen any of the what? new ones. The I new think ones the last are... one I saw was he was talking about like. And you look her in the eyes, and no matter how hard she vomits onto the car, on the floor of your car, you're gonna love her anyway. <laughs> and like he goes on to craft this whole story about this the the one the one woman you fall in love with, <laughs> and you and you're old and crusty, you're living on the porch, you're sitting on the porch, and you got a bag sticking out of your stomach, and she doesn't remember your name, but she calls you the nice man, and you both look into each other's eyes, and your hearts explode at the same time, and you die. That's the life, baby. <laughs> That's pretty dark. <laughs> it's dark, but like the way he crafts it is so. Well, you have to watch him do yeah, it. Yeah, you have oh, to watch him. Because it's very Jim Carrey the mask kind yeah, of a little bit. Yeah. He's, he's got this of weird man. high energy about he's, he's him. Kind it's kind of just, manic, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. I yeah, if you okay. like, I mean, if, it, if you haven't scared you off from Christopher Titus, I suggest. Highly suggest taking a look at him because he because his newer stuff he's gotten remarried he's still genuinely in love and okay. this kind of thing so it's he's doing very, much yeah it's but very... he still talks about sharing the kids with his ex wife yeah <laughs> this kind of stuff but it, I laugh it's not I may funny. have seen a little bit of, wouldn't you guys anyway. were talking about that. Uh, he's he's Christopher Titus is good oh um oh, what's his name he lost his wife he has Pat Oswald thank you oh because so that, that's good. what I was gonna yeah. say. I do like Pat, Pat Oswald. Oswald. He he's is, just smart. He's smart, but he's just like so genuine. He's just yeah, a genuine like his, human being. <laughs> he had lost his wife a while Ugh. ago, and he did a he had like, to do a special. Tour, yeah, like he had to do a special uh, right afterwards. And that show, it's not 
necessarily the funniest one. Oh, no. But it's good at storytelling, and it's very yeah. heartfelt and mm-hmm. still, like... It is. It's very genuine, and you love yeah, it. Yeah, it's, you... like, raw. It's very good. It I is very that. raw. That, I would agree with that. And it I really appreciate good. that, and I liked seeing that. Granted, it wasn't, like, a made me fall out my seat laughing by any means, but it was, like, really just... He still good. made you feel good. I think yeah. he had to do that for himself, but also oh, yeah. for... Um, but also for his like fans, because people contract. needed to know right. that he was okay and that he was gonna be He's okay. Doing his thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and it, that he is happily remarried now. So that's <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So. Um, it, it's a, it, one of our favorite quotes comes from his work too. Is everything is chaos? Be kind. Yep, <laughs> I do like that phrase. I a do. Lot. It's all chaos. Be it's kind. All yep. Chaos. Be kind. We like that phrase. Okay. I also well because I was I was gonna say Patton Oswalt as well, and I'm I don't go into a lot of like comedians. I right. really do love Mike Birbiglia. I know, Mom, you're gonna say the same thing. Oh, there's a couple people. I Mike like Birbiglia is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> he is just it's very my wavelength of because I also really love absurdist humor. Oh yeah, that's kind of my that's kind of my thought process on things, and it's a little bit borderline absurdist humor. Just like silly for the sake of it, but also really good at storytelling through the whole thing. He's and having an, callbacks. Yeah, that I think he is brilliant at making a through line, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just like bring it always brings it back around. Brings it back you to know, like, like the beginning oh, or whatever. Yeah. Full, full circle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Very very funny. I also with a quirk. Do love uh, <laughs> fortune. Fortune is hilarious. Fortune is so funny. She, because and she's funny to me because it's very relatable. Oh yeah. Because I grew up in a very small rural town with a lot yeah. of conservative type people. Yeah. You know, very Christian community. Yeah. Uh, and the way that she talks about it, and because she's she's a queer lady. She's she is married to. She just got married to her girlfriend and now wife. Uh, and like just <laughs> that intersection of life is very relatable for me. It's very funny. It's just, oh, it hits home she every time. She does this whole joke about Hooters. And it is... <laughs> what that routine is about that, Hooters. Well, I know, <laughs> so but it's funny. one of the funniest routines ever. Because, like, as a fellow queer person, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> well, I like, I like how innocent she was. And not knowing. She didn't know for a long time. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know. Like, just not really recognizing that in herself, even though she knew that was fine, whatever. But, um, but yeah, I always think that's this, that's the funniest part about that is her realization of it. And then her... Much like Dateline and then or whatever. And then coming out to her family and her, and her brother's going like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Could have been dealing with this age. That's, that's particularly relatable as her swimming. Oh yeah, she has this story. whole bit about joining the swim team as a child. She's a rounder lady, so you know, funny. and she uh, that was talks me about on the joining, swim team. That was me, like on the swim joining team. the swim team because they got to eat Fun Dip for free. Like <laughs> yeah. the swim team got like free snacks at the pool. Pizza and yeah, fun dip. and so she like. 
maxed out on that. She's like, I would like you should have told me that in the first place. I would have joined sooner, you know. And just all Sweet of it is <laughs> so funny, very relatable from a fellow from a fellow round child, you know. Like a lot of her experiences as as in that so funny. swim team thing because I was on swim team when I was a kid. I don't oh, know we were all were. Were. yeah, that's we true. Were. Yeah. You we made us were. go to our swim team. <laughs> I know because I had such a great time with it. <laughs> We almost froze to death at one of our meets. Yeah, you did. That was swim terrible. team in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, swim team in Wisconsin. But yeah, that was. Uh, I don't I know about you guys, it. but I have I have a silver medal still from my swim team days. I have a silver medal <laughs> still from my swim team days. No, mom will endlessly make fun of how I used to swim as a child. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was called Madam Butterfly because yeah, I was the best true. at flopping into the water. <laughs> I'm going to flop across the pool and flop No one back. taught me how to do it. I was just that's like, another thing that, that That's another thing that Fortune talks about was the stroke that she got to like swim at was the butterfly stroke. So she ran the bottom of the pool and she did butterfly up On top, the top and she just ran down bottom. And she was like, the bullet of swimming. <laughs> the bullet of swimming. She's very... She's a little bit newer on the scene yeah. too. Fortune, She's very funny. We've been disqualified. <laughs> Fortune, you ain't swam. You ain't swam. You ain't swam. Yes. That was kind of funny. Yeah, go watch that one. If you out of all of these, that one is that one's very relatable. If, especially if you're a Midwesterner. So, oh, who's the? There's a lady who is really good too. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes is fantastic, <laughs> but I was thinking Eliza something. Oh, oh yeah, Eliza. she's funny. Cuthbert, yeah. Cu- Cu- Cuthbert, Cut. She's funny too. She, I can't yeah. think of her name. She, no, it, there's this, this very feminist comedian. She, who, yeah, she's hilarious. She's, the one that, she's so funny. Yeah, she's she does she, a whole routine she, about pre pre being married and then also after about she got after yeah. About the, yeah with but, the long blonde hair. But yeah, yeah. Her. but she got married like in her thirties and yeah. she was like she does this uh, whole she does a whole routine called Elder Millennial. That's the that's the name yeah, of the stand up. Yeah, that is kind of funny. Yeah, it's I on like Netflix. Her too. She's funny. Please go watch it. It's so funny. But she she's hysterical. She's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's relatable if you are. If you are a, a, a woman. woman. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Oh, I don't know. I get it. I, I think she's hysterical, too. Ladies, oh. we have this whole brand of clothing dedicated to us, and it's called athleisure wear. Athleisure wear, yes. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's yours? Who's mine? Who's your pick? Aside from Christopher Titus. I like Christopher Titus. I like Mike Birbiglia. I like Birbiglia because oh, he, the way he delivers yes. is so unconventional. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just this tiny little soft-spoken guy. He's, yeah, he's a little bit more deadpan about some things, too. But he's so smart about it. <laughs> yeah. And I like Pat Oswalt because he is so very, very smart you about like it. You like dads. Well, I am not comedian. One. Yeah, but well, I you think like also women. Like... <laughs> I'm, I'm gay. <laughs> you watch your mouth, father. <laughs> so We're raging by not dads. I think your dad likes smart. People. I like smart. Well, yeah, you like smart. The smarter comedians. the comedian, the better. So That's true. Eliza that is Cuth- very true. Cuthbert, Cuth- I can't think of her name. So Fortune's funny. Uh, Berbiglia is very mm-hmm. funny. Uh, you like Pat's- that that <clears throat> Italian dude? Whatever that guy. Wow, oh, you're gonna have to be oh I know who you're talking about. Sebastian. Sebastian Mascu. 
Mascano, Mascachino. I can't think. Is of he the name. one that talks about the beef sweat dripping down his back? Oh my god, that's the funniest thing. I've seen that one. That was pretty. He funny. talks about the difference between then and now. Because <laughs> when we were a kid, you know, there's no phones. There's no phone. The doorbell rings. Everybody got up and ran to the door. <laughs> that's kids very were true. sliding across the floor on their socks. <laughs> Today, somebody rings the door, we hide. That's, we get out the that's actually, <laughs> That is actually it's me. It's so true. Yeah. I remember being home alone when I was in like elementary school, like in 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 our at the old house, mm-hmm. and it was just me and our dog at the time, Annie. And somebody knocked on the door. It was a man in a suit, and I literally grabbed Annie and I just like hid from like the front door. I was like. You're not moving. You're not here either. Like, <laughs> but I remember. She's just like, okay, we're not whatever. in. Right? You know? But back when we were sitting around Grandma's house when we were kids, somebody knocked at the door. We'd all get up. Get back. Get back. Get back. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> and he talks. Oh yeah, Masculo. I can't. Sebastian. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> and he talks about Mom would bring home cake, like an Entman's coffee cake, and it would sit on the table. And we'd all go, can I have a slice? Like, no, that's for company. <laughs> and it'd sit there for two days until somebody comes over. Then we'd slice it up like it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's for company. That's for company. Oh, yeah, there was a lot. lot. For oh, he's company. great. He's great. Yeah, I do like him. I like, I like him a lot. <laughs> he is funny. <laughs> uh, another guy I like is George Carlin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah he's not yeah. around he's anymore, but he yeah, was super funny. smart. But super atheist. Yeah. Super anti-government. Yeah. I don't know what that says about me. He was just everybody's <laughs> cool grandpa. At the well, time. But, no, but he pointed out, he was one of the first guys to just point out the hypocrisy. But he yeah. made such fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so. <laughs> Is he the guy that does the curse word thing? Yeah, the seven yeah. words you can't say. And the seven words you can't say, and then he does the one about stuff. Oh, I don't know. He talks about taking his, your stuff. Oh, the house is just a place for your stuff. Yeah. And when you go on vacation, you get a smaller case. You can take some of your stuff. And then when and then you, you leave go, the hotel, you got to make sure you got some of your stuff in your purse. You've always got, you know, so he does. Yeah, he talks about yeah this whole trip of taking your stuff. No tomb. Oh, yeah, that oh, guy, that's Gallagher. That's oh, Gallagher. that's not the same guy. Yeah, that's not the same no. guy. That's, oh. Gallagher. No, that's, that's Gallagher. Gallagher. And Gallagher is funny. I thought I think Gallagher is one of my favorite. Uh, oh, some man. of his stuff didn't age quite well, but no, that's true too. No. Still kind of funny. Some of it's great though. Some of it's just again very very smart stuff. The word yeah. thing, the word, the word thing, the word that, one was you know, funny. Very that good. one was. He's funny. the one who talks about good chocolate, which made me laugh every time I see it. He comes out. He starts this thing about good chocolate, and he comes out with a box of Oreos. See this? He takes a handful of Oreos and he crumbles in his hand. Look at that. That is not good chocolate. It comes out with a big thing of gooey fudgy cake. He Whoa. crumples it in his hand and, and sticks like there squishes. like a snowball. He goes, that's good chocolate. <laughs> he goes, good chocolate will stick to the wall. He go get something else. And, and it's this big it cake of fudge thing. And he literally plops it on the proscenium of the stage. And it stayed there for the rest of the show. Oh, and he goes, my God. That's good chocolate. He's, he's a very big prop comedian. Oh, like, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. A lo- that's fun. he's the watermelon guy. Some he's, of the he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's the sledgehammer. He's the sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah, the sledgehammer. Yeah. But the rest of his stuff is usually very, very funny and very, very smart. So. I like I like because he did a um, joke about. <laughs> Putting his kid in the um, oh in the in the van in the van <laughs> uh, 
And it was very funny. Because <laughs> it's happened to all of oh, us. Oh, completely. No, he's talking about he got a baby. She's getting bigger. We, I got her in my arms. And we're going to go see. We're going to go to the park. We're going to go to the park. I lean into the van. Bonk. And her head hits the top of the van. <laughs> oh. Does she cry? No. She looks at me as if to say, are you just <laughs> that stupid? <laughs> Then, and she, then cries. she cries. <laughs> she, it's the pause. It's the pause, and then he goes. It is. Yeah, I'm just that dumb. It is always Pro that pause because you can see that in kids. You're like see the wheel turning in their eyes. They're that stupid. Yeah. And then she cries. Like, you have to process yeah. whether it hurt or not, or whether yeah. they should be upset about it. Because also, like babies will watch their parents to see if they get like the. Oh no 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 no! Because yeah. like babies whacked it up. If their parents start doing that before Did they you process see that? it. Did you see? I um I think there's this guy on TikTok or something that's oh, doing that. Oh, and there, into TikTok. There's a lot of people no, on TikTok. No, I'm on Instagram, like, but people do a lot of TikTok reposts on Instagram. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so there was this guy that had his baby, and they're like, "Oh, let's experiment with the baby." You know, like he starts going like, "Oh no, are you okay?" or whatever. And the babies go. It was like this is like a you know. Four or five months old, like not not a huge a fresh born, like not. And this baby right off the vine, <laughs> the baby this baby immediately started going right. Started yeah, crying, like if you like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a there's a trend on TikTok where it's like act like you your baby just like hit its head, and a lot of people will be like, oh no, like are you okay? And the baby will start crying. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I like the ones where they say you big faker. No, I, yeah. I like the ones where they say put your hand out and see what your babies do. What do the babies do? I'm not a baby. <laughs> I'm 25. I'm the baby, mom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just held my mom's hand. <laughs> anyway, she just and it was very sweet. And the, and the dog and the like the dog will do this to your dog, and the dog will be like, ooh, and put his little face in their hand. My favorite one is the. Uh, my favorite one is the. Your dog's sitting right next to you. Call call out their name like that's they're not there. And pretend well, like, like they're not there. The wrong, the, the like pretend like you direction. can't see them. That's funny because dogs are like, what is your problem? And cats don't care. I've seen that. I've seen like older siblings do that to like baby siblings. <laughs> and they'll just be like, Garrett, Garrett, where are you? I can't see you. And then like the kid will like go into hysterics. <laughs> be and like, they're like, I'm Like they'll cry and they'll like break down. Oh, it's so mean, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's so mean, but it's kind if of funny. If I was funny. a couple years older than you, I'd absolutely would have done that. You didn't give a shit about me from the day I was born, Meg. Correct. <laughs> she did. Oops, sorry, I Oops, swore. sorry. Uh, nobody... Uh, she did it. She swore. I didn't. No, no, no. It was me. What'd you say? I said the S word. Oh, okay. Um, nobody said Ryan Hamilton. No, I was... I it says mom's turn next. Oh, it was my turn. Okay, that well, was I'm Ryan sorry. Hamilton. Yeah, we were in a circle back around to my. Okay. Mine so was adamant on was having this Ryan joke <laughs> You said he was your favorite? Is he my favorite? Well, Mike Birbiglia is my favorite. That's fair. Um, but uh, Ryan Hamilton is close second because. Funny. It's that small town it's routine. It's a small town routine. <laughs> he's from a small town in Idaho and he's hilariously funny. <laughs> and he talks about the. He like now lives in New York. Yeah, you know? he lives in New York, but he like he talks about the whole thing of living and growing, going to school in a small town, and how you have to be in sports and in the musical, and that is exactly 
our experience in our small town. Like our town had enough, exactly enough people to have a parade. <laughs> exactly. Half of you were in the parade and half of people would watch, watch the parade. It, so you didn't show up. You were ruining You're kind the Kind of ruining it for everyone. Yeah. His whole routine is very funny. It oh, is. the best part of that is the parade would get to the end of the street, don't know what to do, and just come back. And that around, is and you sit and watch that. actually the what they yeah. do in the small town I grew up in. Yeah. I like it the second time. Yeah. <laughs> his is—it's very relatable. He's got for small a lot of very people. funny, and he's very clean, and it's—it's it's, oh, you know, like it's just very funny storytelling. You—you'll know who he is just by his face. Well, yeah, it's called Happy Face. Is his special? Well, I love that's the way he opens. He goes, "Hi, yeah. hi, hi. Where do we, talk Where do we start? Should we talk about my, my face? face? Let's talk about let's, my face. <laughs> this is my face. This million, this million dollar I Idaho smile." <laughs> Yeah, I look in the mirror. I mean, I don't believe it. <laughs> it's like I look like I could I could sell ice cream in the fifties. Like, I could really push he the is, product. Like. He is very funny. Yeah, look him up, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Hamilton. Hamilton. Ryan He's on Hamilton. Netflix as well. If yeah. you've lived in a small um, town, you will get it. Or if you've ever been ballooning, you'll get it. If you're a hot air balloonist. Or if you've yes. ever tried to quit your gym, it's you'll safe. get it. <laughs> so after <laughs> after I'd seen that, like. The, like I think the pandemic hit yeah a couple months after we yeah. saw that and I had like I had just joined a gym I was trying to get healthy boom pandemic hit and I was like oh I've got to write a letter well it's funny because I was I was looking up online at my gym like how do I get out of this and they're like gonna have to write a letter I was like are you serious <laughs> dear my gym yeah and that's how it started dear my gym okay don't spoil it for me yeah, yeah. go look it up because we could actually quote that whole one we watch yeah, we that one all the time <laughs> we do okay we would you consider the Muppets comedians yes no I wouldn't say they're stand-up they're comedians they are, they are comedians okay because I I love the Muppets I like stand-up uh, but the things that really make me laugh are like silent movies. Yes. Like Buster uh, Keaton. You like physical humor. I like yeah, physical yeah, humor, yeah. but I could watch Buster Keaton all day and just love it, <laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. I could watch The Muppets. They're f- quick, they're right. fast, and mm-hmm. they're physically funny. I love The Muppets. Love The Muppets. They're witty. They're, they're very witty and like quick one-liner yeah. kind of. Well, Fozzie like, is the best Fozzie, comedian out there. Fozzie. <laughs> Uh, the Marx Brothers. I could watch the Marx Brothers all day. Yeah, I like this. Can Fenny we cla- Okay, if we're talking about the Muppets, then can we classify SpongeBob as a comedian? We could. He's a fried <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I love I love SpongeBob. That because that's another. I like old SpongeBob. It's it's one of it's those. It's a comedic like, show. It's a comedic show. It's one of those just like turn your brain off, funny, haha moments. And See, I will never let mom live down the moment that she actually laughed out loud at Spongebob because she hated it when we were years. growing up. She wouldn't let us watch it because she hated Spongebob so much. And I am furiously obsessed with Spongebob. And there was a joke that Patrick did. It was the Get Out of Town episode where <laughs> Spongebob's like, Patrick, I have to get out of town. Like, I have to leave. And Patrick, without missing a beat, just deadpan, just goes, why are you going off grid? And mom thought that was so funny. She laughed out loud at that. It was one of the funnier jokes. SpongeBob is genius. Okay, I think, so good. Going off I grid. think you just, I think you just vocalized why I don't like SpongeBob. Why? Because you said it's a turn off your brain kind of thing. Yes. Okay, I'm not usually for a turn off your brain. I'm usually like, I won't watch it unless it gives me like gum for my brain to chew on type person. Which is so why I love you horror, like horror films. Movies. 
because they're they have the deeper concepts that'll make you things that make you go hmm, hmm. is usually my my brand of stuff right but also spongebob has that nostalgic just like feel good it's got jokes that are smarter than you think they would be, you know? Right. That's generally the ones I'm going to laugh at. Like, but, that's a smarter joke. But unfortunately for me, those jokes aren't enough. abundant you enough. You just said that you love slapstick comedy, though. A guy slipping on banana peels like peak humor to you. No, have you ever seen Buster <laughs> Keaton? Yes. He gets into, I mean, but watching him in The Cameraman... It's like a circus. Yeah. Like watching him try to set up a an old fashioned hand crank camera in the middle of a, a turf war. A turf war <laughs> in New York. It's you know, and it, but you realize it looks effortless. It looks like he's making it up but on the spot. Really but it's everything is so precise. Right. You know, and that's the but if there's and I think that's part of why I like the slapstick because um, you know what goes into it. You I know what goes. What goes into I appreciate it. what goes into it, and they make it look so perfect. Mm. Yeah. Like the general, uh, the steam yeah. train, the Civil War steam that train. That one is. That one's like crazy how crazy. that one. And went that's down. more about stories, less about slap, slapstick, but it's still oh so good. You guys on a live train moving yeah. down a track, trying to do those, things in one guys, shot without those dying. Those early, early movie makers, they were crazy, dangerous. Yeah, job. yeah that was. Pre, you I know, like stuntmen and all What's that. What's the one stuff? where if like think he about falls it, like eight stories from a building, like through each awning? What was I that don't one? know, and that was an accident. What huh? it was? <laughs> yeah, the, the well, shot is first of all, the shot isn't literally too. It isn't. It it looks like it's four or five stories up. Okay. The two buildings are only the two stories that you see in the frame. Oh. So when he falls, he just falls past frame and hits ground. But he was supposed to run across an alleyway. From one rooftop to another, oh. but he missed, and he oh, yeah. he landed on his chest, landed on his hands, and then he slid off the side of the building, and he went through an awning, an off screen. And they were like, "How about we just keep that?" that that's, that's what Buster said. Like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. So he jumps through two more awnings, slides into, um, <laughs> hangs onto a drain pipe. The drain pipe pivots around, throws him through a window. <laughs> he slides through the window onto the fireman's pole and slides down the fireman's pole, lands on the fire truck, and he rides off the back of it. <laughs> he invented that that day after That's he fell off bonkers. the building. Did he break his ankles or do anything? Probably. That he man, had more that man yeah. was made of duct tape at yeah. that yeah. point. The, um, he broke his neck what? and wasn't aware of it for... What? A few years afterwards, what? he finally got what? a sore neck. A few years later, and he went to the doctor and like, "You, you got a broken neck. You know that?" <laughs> they went, uh, "How are you alive?" <laughs> right? Oh, okay. No, I, and he goes, "Oh shucks." <laughs> no. His philosophy was, "You have to care enough not to care." Right. And oh. he told that to people. Interesting. And then he took a fire hose and ran with it, and the fire hose stopped, and he flipped over on his. I think he was one of those people that he was, was one driven. Well, he and was, he was also this chaplain, when he, right? When he said no, Buster um, Keaton, but, Keaton, but okay. they were at the same time. Because that doc, the, I was going to talk about that like same time. that like movie about Charlie Chaplin played by Robert Downey Jr. That was good. That's like a three-hour movie. Have you seen it? seen it? Yes, I watched it one it's time when good. I was sick in high you school. Like it. You He's got like, like it. five or six different wives. Yeah, like, he was, yeah, he was a womanizer. I mean, Chaplin I don't think he's a womanizer. a womanizer. I think he was just, he. he's one of these guys, he got bored. Yes. You know, and he, so anyway. 
Isn't but yet, that no. technically a womanizer? <laughs> <laughs> the way that his boredom manifested, yes. <laughs> no, but Buster, yeah, he was one in a million. He was dedicated to the movies, mm. but he was also being thrown around on the vaudeville stage since he was three. True. So he was the uh, one and only guy who was, was trained since he was like a able to, child. Yeah. So he's been breaking his bones. Well, well, <laughs> well also been, he probably never formed. What he, what he was saying was you don't you don't you have to care enough not to care. Meaning, it's like when they tell you don't tense up when you see somebody coming to hit your car. You know, like if you tense up your <sighs> well, you know, like if you see somebody. That's coming towards your car, and you're gonna get hit by some, you know, like you're you get learn hit. where to relax and how to relax. Right, like, and, right. If you Buster tense knew, up, yeah. you're everything's gonna be much worse. You have to lean if into you, it. If you relax, if you close your eyes. It won't. It won't be as damaging. You'll you'll get bumped around more, but yeah. the damage will lessen. And that's what Buster learned. He and his dad learned. He, they taught him how to tumble and they taught him how to fall well that's, that's fall, the laws of like kinetic motion it's right. just like you keep going with it the less damage right 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 and but that's just it buster and his family knew that so yeah he okay. was literally falling off tables Stuff. and chairs till the day he died <laughs> wow yeah he could how did he die old age i think no it was well, uh, that'd be a miracle definitely <laughs> for that man yeah it was something like Lung cancer. I mean, smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, but he was in his seventies, I think. Dang. For yeah. that era, that's a pretty good long time. Anybody, mm-hmm. you know, considering what he did, he was oh, just yeah. made of pure gristle at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Him around. But yeah. Um, anyway, he, he he was his own pipe at that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, but he makes me laugh. Yeah. His stuff makes me laugh. It's because it's amazing. I it's mean, because like you said, well, again, it's like it's, Bill, Ir- Bill Irwin, Bill but he's Irwin. not really, they're not really, they're entertainers, I would say, more right. than comedians. Okay, so Bill Irwin's a, a genius, though. Yeah. I made Maggie watch The Regard of Flight. It's good. Oh, it's so oh yeah. Good. That is good. I've seen Regard of Flight. Oh, I? I, I had never seen it until now. Is that the one where he they do the, they run out into the, the audience bo- and they yeah, chase the audience through the and audience. the box gag. And, <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty But cool. he's, he, it's it's so fascinating to see because like being a theater kid for as long as I have been, mm-hmm. I know how much hard work goes into performing something like that. Yeah, yeah. And that man is talented. Okay, do you so- do you remember when we took you guys to Philadelphia? Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that what we saw <laughs> yeah. in part Philadelphia? Of part, part of it was yeah, that was part of it. <laughs> okay, for context, Bill Irwin is an actor, uh, writer, clown, clown, dancer, uh, performer, genius. Yes. And he wrote this thing called The Regard of Flight. And this was... Because the, the tape I show you was done in 1983. 83. And he won the MacArthur Genius Grant for this thing, too. Cool. So, Yeah, but it's him just basically commenting on uh, trying to... Impress the critics with something new. Something even, groundbreaking. It's not even impress the critics. It's just, you know, he's looking for new ways to present theater. Right. So he puts all of his vaudeville and dance and right. clown shtick into this thing, this theorizing about a new theater. But also, like, kind of making fun of the whole snootiness of the yeah. postmodernism. The Regard of Light. It's, it's on. So good. It's on YouTube. Go look it up. I highly recommend it. But yeah, we got to see Bill Irwin in forty-five minutes. Yeah, we went to Philadelphia and saw Bill Irwin in his new thing about what seven, eight years ago, something like that. Oh, it's <laughs> no, it was way longer, way longer, longer than, than that. that. Way longer than that. Think about this. Papa, I, I think it was 
This is Maybe my tenth fifth. year teaching at Monticello. So for you, this that's was pre like that was a couple of years before that. So. This okay. was 13, 14 years okay. ago. Okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> but parts of Regard of Flight were in, in that, that show. show. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just remember him climbing up on the like the balcony or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yep. like mm-hmm. you were like, oh, is he gonna come this way? <laughs> Well, it's interesting because in the show Regard to Flight, they have a bunch of these like explaining how things, explaining how some of the things work. Right. Uh, And the lean shoes are one of the main things of that. Oh. So they explain how the how the prop works. Right. Do the joke, and then they they take the magic away by not by explaining how it works. Oh. And then they do things like. But then uh, they demystifying the theater, d- the experience by watching the costume changes. <laughs> and then there's Bill st- struggling with a coat and he pulls a hanger out of the shoulders of his coat. <laughs> but this he, kind of thing. But like, but then they distract from all of that with how well the performance goes. And then mm. you see him up and up on the right. rafters and he does the thing again. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, wait. <laughs> like it's kind of in the back of your brain at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's an it's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite. I do like him it's as very a very fascinating. I like him as a storyteller, but I really think he's like the best when he is doing something that's actually like genuinely heartfelt. Like his his comic timing is wonderful, but when he he always has like a pathos to it. Right. That to me is the part I really like. <laughs> I think that's Maybe why I'm on the dark side. No, <laughs> I think you're spot on because I think that's why I like Buster Keaton. Yeah. There's a certain honesty and humanity, to, humanity to him. And that's something that I think Charlie Chaplin misses. Mm. I like Charlie Chaplin. Yes. I appreciate him. But He's there's got a, a bit of an ego. A, yeah, a little bit. But there's this, there's this genuine humanity in Buster that is mm. inescapable. Mm. And Bill Irwin's the same way. Just yep. complete... Humanity a, about the whole thing. That's why you have their hats hanging up. There on was right. a there was a show called um, Northern Exposure. <laughs> now I you know I like Northern Exposure. It's a great you know. Mom you guys brings up Northern that. Exposure like once I a month. Probably do. yeah. So anyway, but in it there was um, there was one um, of their episodes. They had a circus come to town. Do you remember this? No. And Bill Irwin was in it, and he fell in love with Marilyn. Like he was, he, he, because Marilyn didn't talk like Harley at all. And he didn't talk, but he was supposedly, uh, they were like, well, what does he do in the circus? Well, he's the flying man. He just flies. And like, they do these little gags or whatever, um, where not, where it looks like, you know, like, why is he here now? Or like, why is it, how to get here? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the flying man. Like he actually flies, you know? So you never know because you think he actually flies, you know? But uh, yeah, and he again, it was really sweet because he he li- he likes Marilyn mm-hmm. and he like brings her like a flower and also I think he somehow and then she has to let him down like no I'm gonna stay here and he's like you know and then he goes off and with the circus you know he's like sad right. but uh, yeah it's pretty I mean yeah. you have to yeah we're gonna have to go watch. Somebody's better buy me Northern Exposure. Huh? Well, we got about a season with the Flying Man. Episode. Is that what you want for Christmas? A season with the Flying Man. No. Is that what you want for Christmas? Dad, I talked about getting you a season for your birthday. It's always on the list, but I, you know, 
know. We find other things first. No, that's okay. Because I think you can see a lot of those episodes on YouTube. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Probably. So. Okay, we got to wrap it up. What do we recommend we for our up. audience? We got some sinning to do. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Go watch Jim Gaffigan. His older stuff. Not his, his older yeah, stuff. Yeah, he has a new one called Cinco because he has five kids now because he's insane. Yeah. Uh, but it's not as funny. It's, that one's not as funny as his other, his, as his older one. His very know, first Mom, ones were Mom hilarious. Mom saw one recently and she was dying of laughter. New was Jim, that one? The new Jim Gaffigan's, I think, better, better than the old stuff. Oh, really? really? His middle stuff is good. This yeah. is like early stuff where he talks about Wendy's. It's like, all right, I've seen that. Been yeah. there, done the hot that. pocket stuff is what? still yeah. fun. always funny. But like I his sit middle down for stuff. bowling. Mm. His middle stuff is pretty good, and his new one's a little bit like. Man. More dab. Yeah, it's I like probably him something more, you guys don't I like him more in interviews. Yeah. I do. Then I like his newest special. I mean, it's not that it's not funny, but like. Right. He's a very. I would say, okay, here's my, here's my suggestion. Uh, if you like comedians and you want to start getting into people, like more comedians and stuff like that, there's a show by Jerry Seinfeld called Comedians in Cars Getting Caught. Oh, oh, that's a great show. And that's although I don't really like Jerry Seinfeld that much, <laughs> uh, but he that show. takes it's these different great. comedians out and he goes in these fancy vintage cars and yeah. he, they go to get coffee in whatever town that they're in at the time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And they just talk they just about talk being funny. All day about it. I love the the John Oliver one. Is my yeah, is probably John my Ol- favorite. That Colbert one. is really good. The Colbert oh, one. Oh yes. I do like the Steve Colbert no. one. Well, he's just an intelligent the, man. The, yeah. The which one? The one with Mel and Carl Reiner. Oh yes, that oh, one's hilarious. That so beautiful. It was like, oh my Mel gosh. Mel Brooks tells a joke in that, that that just oh makes me laugh, and it's one of those jokes where it's the obvious punchline is skipped and jumps three yeah. steps ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, um, that show is that one's also on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. that's that a really good brilliant. show. I I think that's all a big recommendation um, from all of us. Yeah. I think I saw it on YouTube. As someone who also I doesn't also like Jerry YouTube, Seinfeld yeah. all that much. <laughs> Well, it's not about Jerry Seinfeld. It's about the other it's person. It's about the conversation. Who's it? Alan? What's his name? Alan Rickman. No. no. He... Oh, I know who you're talking. Um. <laughs> What's he in? Uh, Alec no. Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec, yeah. Alec Baldwin. That episode makes me like scream laugh every time. Yes. <laughs> Those that two are hilarious. Funny. There's two. I does think he he's on there twice. Yeah. Rock? Both of them are. Yes, so he does. Funny. One okay, I've seen that one's a good he one. He does one with like. Everybody, almost, yeah. Um, he did one with Louis C.K. early on. And that that one's, one's not so bad. I don't like that one. That one's okay. Uh, the one with Sarah Jessica Parker was funny. That one's good. <laughs> that was I funny. swear, the they talk with... and they laugh. They just sit there and laugh at each other. And it's, it's so her, funny. and and it's her station wagon. Oh, that's right. Because because Jerry Seinfeld will ask their person. Mm-hmm. Whoever's on the on the episode for the day, what kind of car they would like to drive yeah. if he can get his hands on it, you know, because he's a vintage car guy. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so for Sarah Jessica Parker, got like her, like got a version of this, her old family station this, wagon. <laughs> yeah, it was so great, and she loved it. She oh, was my. tickled by it. it was awesome. And then they sat in the back, in the back seats, in the very back of the station wagon oh, part, like the, and did part oh, of the interview in the back. Oh, of I didn't it. see that. I yeah. didn't see. That. I like the Seth Meyers episode a lot. Oh, Those are funny. I do like Seth Myers. I do like. Hey, the late night talk show hosts ones are funny. Jimmy Fallon's not as funny, but that one's but still funny. But it was sweet. It was still interesting. I think Jimmy Dunn on that episode. I think Jimmy. Fallon on his own is very sweet. Yes. Like he's a sweet 
I don't like him as a person. I don't like him as a show host, but I like him as like an individual. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a very sweet individual. Yeah. yeah. So comedians with cars getting coffee. Yes. Yeah. On YouTube or Netflix. Both. It's both. I okay. think that uh, I watched it originally on um, the YouTube. shorter segments. I think are on YouTube. The full like full episodes, episodes are, are on Netflix. Oh. Yes. Beans yeah. and cars. Highly coffee. recommended. So yeah, it is like, very like, good. It's a good interview show. They had Tina Fey. He had Tina. Oh, Faye they had the. Um, tell everybody. Oh, he had. They Kate had Jim McKinnon Carrey too. Yes. Did you Kate see the McKinnon Kate McKinnon episode? Was very good. Kate McKinnon, first of all, is a treasure. No Absolutely oh, crazy. Well, and then we had well, the guy I was talking about. Um, a Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. Mancuso he, or whatever. Mancuso, he yeah. He, he's, he, there's an episode with him on there, too. Yes. And Check that was really there. funny. Because, and he's hysterical. He's, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was really funny. It's so, yeah. funny because I, I remember the beat. Of, when you said the beat of sweat thing, I was like, I distinctly remember that. Yep. He had like, Brian Regan on. Oh, yeah, I he had like Brian everybody. He had everybody. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, he had Jim great, Gaffigan. Great. Only Jim Gaffigan, I think they were. His episode was him. amazing because they got like a little, a little like VW, VW van. bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just like great. parked it in like like one of the parks in New York. Yeah. And they got like little lawn chairs and they had their coffee outside. Yeah, <laughs> it was brilliant. that was funny. I like no, that. No, my favorite is the, the Carl Reiner. Mel Brooks episode that where, that they, where Jerry goes over to Carl Reiner's house and Mel Brooks and they sit there and watch Jeopardy and so eat deli food. They, they said the they, had their, like, they had to go to the deli. They had their TV trays. Their oh my god! Oh, it was man. such a wonderful. That's like hysterical thing to, to watch, and I, I always think about that because those two were such um, close friends and had dinner together every day, and you know they're Carl, besties. Well, Carl Reiner's passed, yeah, and so you you know I think about. How Mel... Poor Mel. I know. I'm like, well, who's Mel eating with every night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. Who knows? <laughs> I think that's the family recommendation yep. this time around. <laughs> yep. Comedians we'll and cars on. getting Because, yeah, that episode is funny because... Um, most of the episodes, they, like, end, like, midday, you yeah. know? But at that one, Jerry goes over to their house. Yeah, he stays that until, was like, cute. 10 p.m. That like, was sweet. dark when he left that yeah, house, and they're still spent, talking. They, he spent a whole <laughs> a day with goodbye. those old people. Also, like, I think you can just tell his oh, reverence for these people. He's thrilled to yeah. be there. Yeah, oh, who wouldn't? Oh, <laughs> who wouldn't? Anyway, that's, that's our show. Weird. That'll be that one. Yeah. I'm Mike. I'm Jenna. I'm Maggie. And I'm Baby Grace. So go watch some TV and some good comedians. <laughs> and Bye. laugh. And Bye. laugh. Bye. Love you. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us tonight. If you enjoy the show and would like to throw out a topic for us to discuss, visit our Facebook page, Quality Time with the O'Briens, and leave us a message. Don't forget to like and subscribe while you're there. Come back and join us on the next episode of... Quality Time. Quality Time. Quality Time. Quality time. With the O'Brien. Too old. Given four monkeys microphones, <laughs> and you get quality time. And you get quality. <laughs>